love these like i love just kind of talking to you guys talking to myself <laughs> but you know talking to you guys so this week is all about i mean being back home really has me super nostalgic and i think that's been kind of like the theme of this whole lockdown because i have been spending the entire time at my parents house which is a little bit out of the city so my condo is in the middle of bangkok and that's where like the hustle and bustle is you know but my parents stay out of the way a little bit and i don't know it's just been like it's such a nostalgic time for me i've been spending a lot of time with the family like family dinners and stuff we um drink wine and talk about the old days so like i am the youngest of my generation so like the grandkids i'm the youngest one so like i don't really remember a lot of the things like when my brother my brother's eight years older than me so like there were a lot of fun things that happened with like the cousins and the aunties and uncles and stuff like that we used to all live in the same building and when i was like three we moved out and moved into this house and i don't remember much of it so we talk about all the old days how it was for my dad and his brothers to, to like migrate from china to here and how they made it and you know made a name for themselves all that stuff and so in keeping with the theme i decided that this week's episode would be all about kind of like society etiquette that i was raised on so before we get into the conversation my obsession this week has been mary kate and ashley movies <laughs> growing up i love these movies like they were the direct-to-dvd movies like holiday in the sun is my favorite movie that they've ever made the challenge when in rome their tv show so little time it actually used to air on i think like fox or abc family or something like that so if you guys remember those days i bought them all on itunes <laughs> and i've been going through them this entire week and it's just it's such a comforting thing to me you know to like watch these movies be back at this house it's kind of nice also before we get started i wanted to remind you guys that you guys can purchase my eight week workout program vibing strong i've actually been running through the program during quarantine and i lost weight if you guys follow me on instagram i post up like videos you have to post up videos otherwise people accuse you of photoshopping your pictures so i put up like little boomerangs on my stories at the gym and i have really cut some significant weight and i think that it's obvious i mean to me it's obvious i don't know if it's obvious to everybody else my waist has gotten a lot smaller and it's because i've been running through you know my vibing strong workout plan if you guys want to join me i am on week three right now <laughs> but i mean obviously start from week one if you want it's such a good workout program i really created it so that it's effective for all levels so if you're a beginner you might struggle with it a little bit more if you're advanced like super advanced looking for a challenge on a deadline i've recommended to my client who 
actually was getting married prior to COVID-19 shutting the shit down and her wedding was coming up and so she ran through it one time the regular way like one workout a day and then I told her I was like if you really want to challenge if you really want to push yourself you can shorten it from the eight-week program to a four-week program and you can double up on the workouts if you guys have more questions on doing things like that like doubling up on workouts from vibing strong just shoot me an email and I'll be happy to answer all of your questions if you guys want to book a one-hour consult with me where we can chat talk about fitness motivation any fitness nutrition related questions etc etc you guys can go on my website vibinginvalentino.com and I would be so so happy to hear from you guys okay let's get started This solo episode is all about high society etiquette that I was raised on, that I was, I grew up hearing about, like I heard these rules whenever we would go to like functions or parties or any formal events and it would just be so ingrained in my memory and like my knowledge and um, how I conduct myself and even more so when I'm home because I followed a stricter like behavioral protocol (laughs) whenever I'm back in Bangkok and I'm with my family than when I, you know, used to live in LA where kind of anything would go. But it was mostly from my mom whose family is a little bit more, she's from here. So she, you know, she's Thai, 100% old money. My dad is, is Chinese and he, oh, he was born in Thailand, but his parents, so my grandparents, migrated from China to Thailand, and he is considered like a first generation, so got it out the mud, very new money. So when they married, it was kind of like a, a blend of old and new money together, if that makes sense. But all of this etiquette stuff was pretty much taught to me and my brother from my mom. She's a very graceful woman, and she really knows how to keep her cool and are calm in any type of social situation like i always tell her that she gives me if you guys watch gossip girl she gives me lily vander woodson vibes like sisterina vander woodson's mom that kind of vibe the same kind of hairstyle they actually almost even have like the same face shape which is really weird when i was watching gossip girl that kind of like a little cold demeanor like very detached demeanor <laughs> but she's a very loving mom and we love her we love her around here so (laughs) but yeah it's just like 10 things that i remembered very well and i want to share with you guys so if you guys ever you know are like at formal events and stuff like that um if you guys want to take these tips and tricks and kind of exude a little bit of that kind of like old money vibe this is it okay so number one never talk about money okay so i used to be so uncomfortable in college because that's when people would really would actually like ask about like what do your parents do just things like that like what's your family business what did you do in Thailand all this stuff I went to college in Virginia by the way so it was I would never answered questions like that before like up until I was 18 I never had to answer like who are you like what do your parents do where did you you know what I mean any of that stuff the thing is, in social circles here, like if you're ever at a cocktail party or a formal 
events it's almost like everybody already kind of knows who everybody is so you never have to ask a question like what do you do and it goes beyond what do you do it, that's actually a whole separate bullet point i just saw that i just saw that in my notes but never talk money as in like don't talk about how much you made last year don't talk about especially don't talk about a stock tip that's insider trading that's illegal but don't don't ask about anybody's net worth and i think that should go without saying but in the age of so much flashiness i think people like to really flaunt their monetary value and it's it's very trashy and it's not likely to impress the people in a way that you think that it will so don't talk about money don't ask anybody how much they make <laughs> don't tell anybody how much you make like don't volunteer that information that's not necessary people who come from money actually find the topic very boring and if you ask them about money or talk about money it's actually going to be a little bit intrusive so no money talk um, number two don't name drop this is like my pet peeve and living in LA for five years had made me like turn a blind ear to people who name drop thinking it's going to like impress somebody it doesn't let's say somebody comes up to me and say they know Anna and oh yeah like Anna's my girl we go to lunch every night whatever but I happen to be very very close to Anna I can easily be like Anna do you know this person and if Anna goes not really you come off looking like a loser and like trying so hard to find your way into the circle so whatever you do just don't name drop in high society circles like that especially in the environment in thailand people already know things about you before you walk into the room so it's not necessary for you to like champion so hard for yourself do you know what i mean and even if they don't already know things about you like you don't want to be the person who is so in their face about all the intel don't name drop it's not impressive and it doesn't come off as genuine in into the circle number three a lot of table manner stuff so no food on the rim of the plate i don't know if this makes sense but you know like on the plate there's usually like this the middle circle where you put the food and then the rim of the plate where like if it's china that's where like all the china patterns would be when you eat you can't just have food scattered around all over your plate on the rim of your plate so you always want to make sure the food is contained to the middle circle of the plate if that makes sense i hope that makes sense no elbows on the table sit up straight you actually want to be not leaning back against the back of the chair you want like really good posture um you almost want to be sitting like almost at the edge of your seats and you don't want to lean especially this is when you're eating not really when you're socializing my family at like family dinners and stuff were a little bit more lax on this kind of stuff but when you're eating you don't want to be slouching you don't want to bend to your utensil you want to bring the utensil up to your face like up to your mouth instead of slouching over and bending over to take a bite that's something that was really big with my mom don't speak with your mouth full also don't take super big bites my mom gets on my brother's case about this don't take super huge bites and then look like you know a beaver when you're eating 
it's just not cute it's not graceful and this is a weird one but i can see why you definitely don't use your utensils to point if you're holding your fork and your knife don't be like oh look at that and then point with like your fork or your knife actually pointing in general is considered to be kind of rude like do you know how many times i've seen movies where people point with their utensils and then food goes flying out onto somebody else i feel like that can really happen in real life when you do that so don't point don't use your utensils to point um don't speak with your mouth full don't chew loud don't chew with your mouth open and when you're done with the food you know put your knife and your fork here we use our spoon quite a lot so your fork and your spoon together when you're not using it place it um kind of like an upside down v on your on your plate and the quickest way to remember you know your salad fork and stuff like that is you know, out to in but i think you guys have heard that so many times right number four don't overfill your plate so this is like an important thing when we go to like cocktail parties or any buffet like situation my family actually avoids buffets because we don't feel like we ever eat our worth we're more of like an a la carte family so like at breakfast when we travel and stuff we stay at hotels they have breakfast we see a lot of people just piling shit onto their plates and it looks like you are starving i think to outsiders i think you know to the person not eating the food not outsiders as in like lower class or middle class or whatever i didn't mean it like that but it looks like almost like opportunistic like oh shit like now that it's free like you're gonna eat up all the resources it just doesn't look good so take a little bit at a time you can go back it's a buffet like you can go back as many times as you want but just don't take all of the food at one go it just doesn't look very cute so don't overfill your plate number five always be nice to everyone this is so important like nice to the waiters nice to the chauffeur nice to the doorman nice to anybody like the the bellman that comes up with their bags you just want to be gracious and you want to say thank you say please don't go in with like a demanding air don't act very entitled so you want to be nice to everybody anybody who's like the saleswoman at the department store and the reason that i think this was like so ingrained in me because people talk amongst themselves and you never want to be the girl that's like oh like that's the girl from so-and-so family she's such a bitch you don't want to ever do things that put kind of like a dent in your family's reputation or legacy that's such a big thing here however you act in public is how they perceive your last name and here in thailand i'm not gonna tell you guys my legal last name but thai last names my last name is like i think 15 letters long so it's not like nicole edwards you know it's like fucking like there's like millions of edwards out there who knows your last name here is easily recognizable like a traditional thai last name is super long it's very distinctive so if you do something and they know who you are they know your last name it's easier to be like oh that family is very like they're, they're bitches so you never want to do that 
it's also good to be humble either way it's just nice to be nice to other people because it can only serve you like it can only make you look better it could only ensure you better service next time it can only make them feel good you know there's no need to be mean or be arrogant or be obnoxious and it, it's just it's not a classy thing to do i think people think that rich people are always such assholes a lot of the times it's like it's it's not it's just people who don't know how to handle that status of having money that are assholes oh number six this is what i was kind of like talking about in the first one where i said never talk about money so number six there are questions that you should never ask people and what do you do is one of them so like i said upper society like circles usually everybody already kind of knows who everybody is so you don't often hear people ask what do you do and you're never really put in a position to answer that question sometimes it makes people uncomfortable because they don't want to divulge all their information so it just looks like you're prying and you're being intrusive it looks like you're being nosy pretty much and i mean other questions are very simple so don't, don't ask somebody their age don't use a formal event use it as a way to make a connection don't use it as a blatant way to get a job or don't use it as a blatant way to gain clients don't just don't make anything you do obvious just just make connections make genuine connections and a lot of the times in events like that being very still and saying very little serves you the most that's actually in life too the smartest people are the ones who say the least number seven keep a very calm energy about you so don't be loud especially at a dinner table or a cocktail party or formal events don't go in with a frazzled energy and i think you know what i'm talking about like you can tell when sometimes you know people who just walk into the party and it's just like the energy about them is all over the place it's either like they're very excited to be there and part of it or something that's a little off and something's a little too much just keep a calm energy about you be very still be very sl not slow moving i don't want to say slow moving but how you move like your body movements matter in a situation like that make sure that you're comfortable especially if it's like a cocktail party you're comfortable in what you're wearing and you know how to walk in the shoes that you're in um you don't want to walk in looking like down at the ground or tumbling everywhere because you don't know how to walk in the heels hold your head up high and walk with a purpose but walk slow like don't don't army march to you know that cocktail table walk slow you want to just like keep a calm energy about you number eight don't speak for no reason don't chime in on a conversation that didn't originally include you um, don't speak on topics you don't know about and keep your answers to questions vague in general if you are all at a gathering and they're talking about politics actually scratch that don't talk about politics at all unless you're very close to the person you're talking to and i'm talking about like family members don't talk politics it's boring and honestly it's very divisive so when you hear politic talk walk away so don't chime in like if they're talking about sports let's say because i don't know really anything about sports 
just because you're in the vicinity, don't just say the first thing that comes to your head about whatever sport they're talking about just to be included in the conversation. Just listen. Unless they're like, Nicole, what do you think about this topic? And then you can say something. Don't just offer up information, okay? We're not about that. Don't speak on topics you don't know about, especially. Imagine how much worse it would be if you just said some outlandish shit like, oh, my favorite baseball team is the Chicago Bulls. Huh? Don't do that. And keep your answers to questions vague in general, especially if they're asking you about somebody who is not there. So if somebody is asking me about, let's say like my brother, and he is not at the party, he's or maybe he's even at the party, he's just not standing right next to me or the person and he's not in the, the conversation circle. And they're like, oh, when is your brother going to have kids? I know this person, I don't know them super well, it's not a family member, it's not a best friend. I would just be like, I don't think they have any plans. And move on to the next topic. Don't be like, oh yeah, you know, like she's off of birth control, they're trying to have a kid. Don't do that. Keep it vague and short in general. Um, especially when it pertains to another person because you don't want to be you don't want to be the one telling other people's stories you don't want to be the one setting out that narrative you know what i mean so and who knows where that conversation and that information they can take a little little tidbit of what you said and run with it keep it just short and sweet number nine don't be thirsty for attention so this comes out in a lot of ways so don't dress too provocatively and i know this is this obviously is what i do when i'm in thailand this is not what i do when i'm in la because some of my outfits especially when it's my birthday party or my going away party it gets a little crazy but here it's very key so don't dress too provocatively or deck yourself out in diamonds because like i said so many times in these social circles this would apply even in america like if you're at a high society event it's like the who's who of society is already there you know exactly what that family business is all about you know that's the daughter of that guy who owns that company there's no need to prove yourself and it's like the more you prove yourself to these people the more they're like, what the fuck are you trying to do? So don't deck yourself out in diamonds. And we see this a lot. Super flashy. And just like, I have money now. Look at my necklace. And it doesn't even look tasteful. It doesn't look good. It doesn't go with what you're wearing. Don't be the person that goes into it thinking you have to prove yourself to anybody else at the party. Because then you automatically lose. No party tricks. No matter how people are like egging you on um don't start just samurai sword cutting the champagne bottle top off don't do any of that once you start doing too much shit like extra shit people automatically start to be like well what are you insecure about like why are you doing the most right now so just keep your cool you really want the attention that you get to be from the aura you exude you don't want to come off like you're overcompensating or doing the most. And that just comes with being self-aware when you're being, you know, thirsty for attention. So just know what you're doing. And number 10, no bragging. I mean, unless asked, don't start talking about your education background, your resume, your lineage. Nobody cares what sperm and what egg made you. 
You're just happy you're here, okay? Don't talk about your trust fund. Don't talk about your new car you just got. Don't even humble brag. You want to be a silent flexor. You want what people hear about you to be what they heard from somebody else talking about you, or you want them to be assumptions that people make based on how you act and how you conduct yourself and how you hold yourself in public. How you carry yourself will say so much more than what you verbally express in so many different circumstances and situations in life, not just at parties, not just at formal events, not just at dinners. How you conduct yourself is so much more than what you say. You can say, oh, graduated Ivy League, my dad owns all the Shell gas stations in the world, but if I'm coming up and I'm wearing a fucking see-through dress with a neon thong decked out in diamonds that are are probably real if my dad owns all the shell gas stations my diamonds are probably real but they're big as fuck and they're tacky as fuck and i am over here just flaunting everything it's not it's just trashy you can have a million dollars and look so much classier than somebody who has a billion acting trashy value is not really placed on how big your wallet is, how nice your car is, it's really placed on how you conduct yourself and how you hold yourself and how you see yourself. So it's like, if you are somebody who you know has to do all that, you're overcompensating because you clearly see yourself as valued way less than some somebody else who maybe has less money than you, but they know how to conduct themselves in public, they're not loud they're not being extra they're very comfortable and secure and they know that they don't have to always be talking you know they know they don't have to chime in on every conversation or be in everybody's face or be rude to anybody the more comfortable and secure in yourself the more you're happy with sitting back and observing and letting your actions, letting how you hold yourself in public, letting your aura speak for you. So just something to keep in mind. (laughs) I hope you guys are staying safe. Stay inside. If you guys enjoyed this episode, go drop me five stars on iTunes, hit the subscribe button, and I will catch you guys next Friday with more quarantine content.